we have seen that there is a renewed appetite to travel, but not only a renewed appetite to travel, but there seems to be a tendency to a new way or a more considerate way of traveling. Hello, this is the weekly Tradecast, a podcast brought to you by UPTAD, the UN's trade and development body. I'm Sarah Toms. We're exploring how major events are shaping trade and development and how that affects billions of people around the world. This week, we're looking at the importance of the right kind of investment in tourism. Before the COVID pandemic, the tourism industry accounted for about 4% of the global economy. Tourism is bouncing back, helped by a busy summer, but it's having to make up for massive losses during the pandemic and still faces challenges. Around the world, tourism means work for one in 10 people, so there's an imperative to getting the recovery going. At the same time, awareness is growing that travel can have huge costs for the environment. As extreme heat and wildfires in many places showed this summer, the sector is also vulnerable to climate change. Investment is key to reviving tourism, but a greener kind that helps the industry and also the planet. Well, joining me now is lawyer Christiane Stepanek-Allen, Chief of Responsible Investment and Partnership Initiatives at the UN. Christiane has worked for the UN in New York, South Africa and Geneva and been involved in projects in more than 50 countries. She loves exploring foreign cultures, classical music, nature and competing in sports. Well, welcome to the show. So tell me, what are the encouraging areas and the weak points for the tourism industry right now? Thank you very much, Sarah. If we look at encouraging areas for the tourism industry today, and particularly after the COVID period, we have seen that there is a renewed appetite to travel, but not only a renewed appetite to travel, but there seems to be a tendency to a new way or a more considerate way of traveling. Now, we've already seen 50% increase of arrivals from 22 over 21. The heydays of tourism investment are over. They've had heydays for 10, 20 years, a massive investment right. in traditional tourism. And now uh, what we're seeing is there is a new way of new travel experiences, nature, culture, adventure, undiscovered locations. And that is definitely opportunity for not only the traditional tourism destinations, for new countries, for undiscovered countries, for developing countries. But what we also see is a concern about the, and heightened concern about the impact of tourism on the environment, climate, the communities, cultures, and of course the additional feel-good factor for travelers now wanting to make a difference if they travel. Now, the tourism industry is extremely vulnerable to geopolitical conflicts, to external shocks, and the effects of climate change. At the same time, the industry and the sector as a whole is a major contributor to significant emission of greenhouse gases. Now, at the moment, the industry still needs to recover from COVID. We're seeing high fuel and energy prices, inflation, and the economic situation makes it more difficult to travel. Now, the effects on the tourism industry where they are challenged is it's not only tourism, hotels, and travel. There are so many spillover industries, local industries, that are affected if tourism has negative effects. And the big topic for the industry as a whole and for us to look at is how to finance the COVID recovery, climate change adaptation and resilience, 
and the transformation in the industry to a more sustainable and resilient industry. And for that, you need investment. Right. Well, talking of investment, how can it support the transformation of the industry and also the people who work in it? Even though there's no robust data set on FDI and tourism and its impact, and that is really needed in order to assess the impact better. In our latest World Investment Report, what we see is the FDI inflows to the developing world has increased marginally over the last years, but the inflows to the smaller developing economies, smaller island economies, really were stagnant. Globally, they only attracted about 2% of global FDI. Now, if you look at the tourism investment, from what we can analyze is there's a more promising trend um, where we see that the spread of global greenfield FDI, foreign direct investment, is more prevalent in the developing regions, uh, particularly Latin America, Caribbean, the Middle East, and Africa, where greenfield investments rose to the highest level in a decade compared to global overall FDI flows. These industries and these countries that are looking for investment in tourism have the opportunity, but also I think that the mandate to build a sustainable tourism industry, particularly those ones, uncharted destinations, where they can start from the beginning of making the hospitality, the hotels, the destinations itself as a sustainable travel destination. Others will have to do a lot of investments to transform but these developing countries in particular, they have the possibility to start with FDI from scratch. You mentioned developing countries. What is the impact of investment on them when so many of these countries depend on tourism? What kind of support do they need? When we look at the type of investments that usually go into developing countries, if we know 66% of Tourism investments are in the hotel industry, the construction of hotels, the reconstruction of hotels. That is an employment creator. If we look at what type of investments are needed, particularly in sustainable development, is investments in new technology, adaptive technologies, innovation. But with investments, there's also an opportunity for people to upskill and also to consider tourism in different areas as a career. Either you start your own business or you're trying to go into a high level job. So for the employment, it is extremely important that you have a responsible foreign investor who takes into consideration the environment, the local culture, the local communities, and the overall economy. Of course, there's been the traditional tourism. You build a resort, you lock the people up there, and there is very little interaction for 10 days mm. with the local spillover, in fact. But that is not what we talk about, the type of tourism that is desirable to also uplift the entire economy, the entire society. Now, in order to preserve your environment, to restore the natural beauty that you have, you have to have a sustainability approach to your investment, to your policies, to your investment attraction. Talking of investment, what parts of the industry are most attractive for this kind of sustainable investment? Mm -hmm. What's most interesting for investors? Now, at the moment, if we really want to restructure the industry into more sustainable tourism, 
that you need to invest in the least sustainable aspect of tourism. What is that? Very largely transportation, aviation, cruise liners, mm. the ground transport. And that's what I would call the replacement investment in less emissions and intensive transportation. Because what we have data that the CO2 emissions from tourism forecast to be 25% higher in 2030, up from 2016. So it'll be a steep climb to bring down the current travel transportation emissions unless you have very good investments into less uh, CO2 intensive industries. Then, of course, the opportunities for new investments, as I said, 66% of greenfield FDI over the past four years is going into the construction of hotels, new hotels. So what is most important in this regard is the green building sector, less emission intensive construction of new hotels and resorts, renewable energy, uh, innovative building materials away from the cement is very uh, CO2 emittent in, in its production, water conservation and recycling. So the preservation and the restitution of the ecosystem or from the beginning investing in new uh, green uh, building sector. The biggest debate amongst the hotel chains, international hotel chains, is do I build new and I tear down mm. um, existing infrastructure, which also in itself is very CO2 emittent, or do I invest in new locations and in new hotels? And that is, of course, between the owners, the investors, the governments, that is very individual by group and by the countries. And this is where policies and a strategy by the government also helps support measures, financing mechanisms, because more money is needed and hotel chains are not just investing in renewing or renovating old hotels to bring them up to standards. So there is a big debate amongst the industry and you will see in different destinations there are very different approaches. Well, thank you so much. We have to leave it there. But that was UNCTAD's Christiane Stepanek-Allen, who was this week's guest. Tune into the Weekly Tradecast next week and every week for more insights on the most pressing issues around the world of trade and development. And there's even more on our website, unctad.org. I'm Sarah Thomas in Geneva. Goodbye for now.